I mean, it was terrifying. <laughs> uh, we started, I think we raised $60,000. Um, so that's all we wow. had to open the restaurant. And, um, you know, she has an incredible knack and, and still has an incredible knack for being just really tenacious and getting things done. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it came, when it came to like figuring out who was going to dig the trench to lay the plumbing, we were like, I, I don't know who's going to do that. And it needed to be done the next day. Yeah. And, um, you know, down the street walks five guys with shovels, just happened stance and hired them and they dug the trench. That's how it worked the well, whole way through. Yeah. And friends showed up and did things for free. And um, so I went, the day that we opened, we had two grand in the bank. And it was a Longmont yep. location. Longmont yep. location. We lived around the corner. Yep. So we had two grand in the bank and it was either going to, you know, make it or break it, make it for two yeah. weeks or, or be, be done, you know, go forever rather. Um, and yeah, she's still going strong. So that's really great. Mile High Modern in Boulder, and my guest today is my longtime friend, Rami Rossello. She is the owner of Comida, and she also started Proto's Pizza back in the day. Yeah, 1999. 1999. Yeah, a minute ago. God. Just my ex-business partner just celebrated the 20th anniversary. That is wild. Yeah, it is wild. And it's is she, exciting. Yeah, and, and there are still, how many locations does Proto's have now? She has, I think, six or seven, maybe six. Gosh. I think she has six. You guys knocked it yeah. out of the park. Yeah, together we opened five, right. and then one of those five was out of state in Boise, Idaho. Okay. Um, and she did that for, I think, the length of her lease, which yeah. was 10 years, and then did it want to fly to yeah, out of state was done, done, done with Boise. Um, <laughs> good job, Pam. But I, good job, Pam. Exactly. Um, I was a part of it um, starting from 1999, and um, she bought me out in 2007. Wow. Yeah. And then, did I can't remember. Was there a little gap, or did you go right into Comida? No, there was a gap. Yeah. Yeah. Because you were doing, okay. I went to pastry school. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yep. my gosh. Yep. I don't read me a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's becoming a blur. Um, well, what prompted you to get started in the restaurant industry? I grew up in New York City, mm-hmm. and um, I needed a job. Uh, I lived at 87th and Broadway, and so um, it was summertime. I walked down the street to Teachers 2, T-O-O, because mm-hmm. there was also a Teachers. And um, that's one of my maybe favorite things about New York City restaurants in the 80s is that they they would have, like, so-and-so one, so-and-so two, yeah. so-and-so three, that why rename it? Just add a number or call right. it whatever two. So I worked at Teachers 2 um, as a 15 and 16-year-old um, serving serving and busing, and, um, but they let me wait tables at brunch. Oh, wow. Which was super That's fun. A big deal. Yeah, it was a big deal. When you were 16, yeah. Yep. I think I told them I was older. Probably. And it worked. It was fine. There was no ID checking at that point in time. Right. right. We were all it legal a, then. It was a different world. Yeah. yeah. Totally. I think I was grandfathered in. I was the year that was grandfathered in. To uh-huh. Like year 18 and you could still buy beer. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I started there and, and then it was just always a great way to, to make, you know, extra money. It helped put me through college. Um, I mean, I had financial help through both the scholarship and also some family help, which was always great. Um, but I, I, yeah, I waited tables. I cleaned houses. I worked at the Boulder salad company. I was a barista. 
Where at? Um, at the brewing market. Oh, wow. And then at the Lick Skillet Cafe, which yeah. was out where um, Ozo Coffee is now. Yep. I remember yep. it. So, um, and then from there I went to Q's uh, right after it opened and worked with um, that whole team, which was awesome, and Dave Query mm-hmm. um, and John Platt. Mm-hmm. And then worked for John Platt for years after he bought it from Dave. When Were Dave you managing sold. the restaurant? I Not at Q's. At Q's, no. but Jack's. I, when, I, yeah. when I left Q's, um, I left Q's to move to Boston. And a couple of days before you know, getting the moving truck was like, no, I'm not going to Boston. And, um, so got a job at Jack's at that point in time, um, serving. Yeah. Uh, and then after maybe a year or something, I started managing. Okay. Yeah. And so from there you and Pam decided to open up Protos. Yeah. We met, uh, I mean, we met probably when I was in my early twenties and then, um, and we started protos in 1999. Um, we were in a relationship and so we, she was gonna, she was gonna open this place called protos pizza cause that's her last name. And, um, I was like, good luck, have fun with that. And then she asked my stepfather to be an investor. And so I quit my job. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And, um, and yeah, we did it together, which was really cool. And you guys were in your 20s, right? Was it? I was in my 20s. Yeah. She was in her 30s. Yeah. So she's a, a few years older than me. So what's that like? I mean, there are budding restaurateurs out there. Yeah. And like, what was that like for you guys? Um, I mean, it was terrifying. <laughs> uh, we started, I think we raised $60,000. Um, so that's all wow. we had to open the restaurant. And um you know, she has an incredible knack and, and still has an incredible knack for being just really tenacious and getting things done. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it came, when it came to like figuring out who was going to dig the trench to lay the plumbing, we were like, I, I don't know who's going to do that. And it needed to be done the next day. Yeah. And, um, you know, down the street walks five guys with shovels, just happened stance and hired them and they dug the trench that's how it worked the well, whole way through. Yeah, and friends showed up and did things for free. And um, so I went, the day that we opened, we had two grand in the bank. And it was a Longmont yep. location. Longmont yep. location. We lived around the corner. Yep. So we had two grand in the bank, and it was either going to, you know, make it or break it. Make it for two yeah. weeks or, or be be done, you know, go forever rather. Um, and yeah, it's, she's still going strong. God, so that's, that's really so great. wild. And. And it was, I mean, we didn't, you know, neither of us had ever owned a restaurant. Right. So, but the way to do it is to just do it and not ask for a bunch of advice and don't hire a consultant. That's a big waste of money. Either you have it in you to do it and do it well, or you're going to not do it well and close soon. Yeah. That's really how it works. Okay. So really like (laughs) trust your gut and go for it. I think so. And have experience in the restaurant industry. And don't make it be a hobby. Right. Mm-hmm. It can't be like a, a passion project. I'm just great in the kitchen, and I love having dinner parties. I want yeah. to open a restaurant. Yeah, it's, that's like people who a, say they want to get into real estate because they like houses. Oh, great. <laughs> nope. Don't do that. You have to like people a lot. Yeah. And you have to like what you're doing. Right. So what were some of the surprises then that came up for you in that, like in becoming a restaurant or a restaurant owner, owner and then you guys franchised it? Or never you franchised. You just opened up several locations. Yep. What were some of the surprises that that came up that really stand out to you where you're like oh that was a life lesson i didn't know anything about payroll taxes that was crazy yeah right um and i mean 20 years ago minimum wage was completely different than it is now i mean the cost of doing everything was completely different um we started and started making money right away which was really exciting right um 
I mean, I just, I, I think neither of us had any idea that literally, we, I mean, I was out of breath every day. Just yeah. I would wake up out of breath. There was, it felt like there was so much to do. And each restaurant that we opened, um, you know, she would say, let's do this. And I would say, no, it seems like a lot to do. <laughs> and, um, and then it would happen yeah. and we would work our butts off. And, but the, but the more at that time, the more opening more restaurants made it easier gotcha. rather than harder. And especially I think because we were business partners, um, could like divide um, so and we could, yeah, there were, I was, I had the things I was good at. She had the things she was good at. And we were really, I think, good at yeah. not crossing those lines. Um, and then, you know, having owned Comida now since yeah. 2010 on my own yeah. without any business partners, um, there are really great things about that as well. Um, but yeah. it's nice It's nice to be able to lean on someone from time to time. And what is the juxtaposition that you're seeing? Because you said, you know, 20 years ago it was a lot easier. It was a lot different. Obviously, yeah. the price of running a business was way different. Oh, I mean, rent rent oh, was gosh. night and day. Yeah. Tri- triple net. Yeah. Is, is the is the craziest thing on the planet now. It's I mean, my triple net is equal to my base rent at my restaurant in Aurora, um, which is insane. You know, it used to be my my methodology, my thought process around um, what to pay for rent. You know, which included triple net would yeah. be what you would make on a busy night of the of the week. Right. And I mean, that's really hard to do. Right. Um, like, do we have enough alcohol sales tonight? Do right. We have. Yeah, yeah, all of it. Top, Up, you know, yeah, top line sales. And, yeah. Are we are we making? Yeah, are we making enough money to pay the bills? And um, yeah, so their minimum wage is different. That's a huge thing. I mean, yeah. you know, workers' compensation, all of that stuff has has changed the labor laws just in terms of how long people can work mm-hmm. and and what comp, you know what constitutes you know full time versus part time. Um, uh, the price of food know, is very different. Like that versus, well, there's like a story that I like to always, like I refer back to is like the dishes cost this much, but you want to bring this in, what do you do? Right. You well, and people still want to pay $4 for a taco or $2.50 for a taco. Right. In 2019. So that is, that's just, it, it doesn't work. Right. That, that model doesn't yeah. work anymore. So yeah. So figuring out how to do that um, and still make the things in the way that I want to make them, which means we, you know, we use high really high quality proteins and 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 spend a lot of time making our food. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's no joke. And if often if people will say, you know, it feels like it's too expensive, I just I say thank thank you so much for coming. And I, you know, I could st- we could steer you in a direction that that is this way, and you could still absolutely yeah. have plenty to eat and be full and all of those things. But it was your choice to have three margaritas. Totally. <laughs> or, or I like to say, yeah, it is. Yeah, good <laughs> good right. shit costs more. You're totally right. Good <laughs> shit does cost more. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, were you ever trained as a chef? No, okay. never never trained as a chef. Um, uh, when I started with the food truck, I was, um, you know, very much involved in the making and that's of the, the Comida food truck. Comida food yep. truck. Yep. So in 2010, I started uh, with a food truck because I thought it would cost less money than opening uh, a restaurant. Did it? It didn't. Okay. Not well. Not less than opening Protos. I mean, yeah. Protos was 60 grand to yeah. open, and granted, it was you know 11 years later. Yeah. Um, 
it was twice as much to open the food truck and um right. and then we were in Boulder which at the time was not was was not, not familiar friendly. or friendly to food trucks yeah not at all that was a bummer actually like super that, bummer that was like one of those things where I when when the what was it the city that shut it down having food trucks downtown this yeah one hundred percent it was the city that yeah. was crazy to yeah. me I, and and it felt like such a loss just in something that was would be interesting yeah in Boulder yep. Yeah. But you were really, but not and, you are very, I always think you've always been a visionary when it comes to branding. So when Comita was introduced, it was something that everybody was super, I mean, we were all excited for you. And I, then yeah. on top of that, it looked exciting. Yeah. This giant pink, pink trunk. truck <laughs> rolling around. Named Tina. Yeah, yeah, she was great. But no, we really, for the first year and a half of, uh, of doing business without having a brick and mortar, you know, there were days like, you know, we would, I would just cry all the way back to the commissary yeah. kitchen because um, we'd made twelve and a half dollars you know? Yeah. Um, and shame on me for not really knowing all the rules, but there were a lot of questions that weren't answered. And so what was great is I, I was forced into a situation where I got mm-hmm. to really start to work with the city council and understand the politics around what was happening mm-hmm. and, and just take the the weird, shamey, like, no, you can't do this. And, and instead, from a business point of view, like, well, why, why can't I? Right. Help me understand why I can't right. do it. I mean, I get that I shouldn't park out in front of, a, you know. A restaurant. Zolo. Right. You know what I mean? Right. N- not that I ever did or would have. But, you know, like, there. But, but, but why can't I park at the end of the street where there aren't restaurants totally. and, um, I, you know, I don't, I don't understand or and, like and over feed by the meter the house or, or over, any number. Yeah. So, and you really still can't do that. Yeah. I mean, the law, the rules are, I mean, are, we don't see food trucks. The in rules Boulder, are pretty strict unless Denver's a very them. different situation. Okay. Yep. What happens in Denver? Uh, in Denver, you can park on the street downtown and feed the meter and, um, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. God. Yep. Okay. And we don't Come do on, that. Boulder. We don't do that. We don't do that. But Boulder does have some places now, you know, the um, Rayback, where you can take your, yes. you know, take your truck and enjoy, you know, an adult beverage and have a place to sit and, yeah. you know, stuff like. And I think that it's not that the food truck business is waning necessarily, right. but I think that people's desire for the that that whole feeling that was happening when I went to Venice Beach to see what it was all about, what right. the culture, what the, you know. Um, uh, food trucks were all about it was it was so exciting and brand yeah. new and so you know it's it's definitely changed yeah i mean i can see too how like it, like rayback works because it's a congregation of several food trucks and there's a place to hang yeah and play i mean it's it's it seems to be still be working like I, it's I lively so. all mm-hmm. the time yeah. yeah um that is so interesting and so then you found your space yep and the first space was the Prospect space? I opened the first uh, brick and mortar in Prospect out okay. in Longmont. Yeah, because um, it had it had been a, a restaurant previous to that. Right. And I knew the landlord and yeah. he said, come in and um, make it into Comida. And, cool. and in five years, the contents will be yours. And, you know, just make it work. Yeah. And so I said, okay. Yeah. Um, and we were there for six years um and uh, and it was awesome it was a great yeah. jumping off point and a really great little neighborhood yeah to be a part really of. it was like yeah. lovely and it looked it was like totally yeah and it the felt truck like family. turning into the space mm-hmm. and it was yeah like we could come over there easily yeah and that was really cool and the margs are very good well thanks they're really good um and you were talking about you know the quality of your food so 
I don't know if we read it somewhere, if it's rumored, but that your guacamole takes three hours to make. Well, it, it, I mean, it shouldn't, in my opinion, um, but it does sometimes. It is, you know, we, when, we, when we make a batch of guacamole these days, it's yeah. two cases of avocados. Um, so it's just the quantity. Yeah, it's a, yeah. Huge, it's a huge amount. And everything is chopped by hand. You know, we're not using a, a, a Cuisinart or a Robocoop wow. to, to chop up peppers. And, yeah. um, you know, it's, there's nine ingredients in the guacamole, and every single thing, every, every bit of it is chopped up by hand. So. That's amazing. And we make, and we do, we make a lot of it. And... Um, so, you know, hopefully we've gotten it down from three hours, but it's a pretty big project every well, day. it's very nice, too, when you notice, like, I always see that with restaurants, they're open, and it's incredible, and everything's incredible. Yeah. And then a year or two later, it's status quo, because of, I don't know what, production, I've had chefs timing. come in and try to change the recipes to make it simpler and easier, and we should just do this with the herbs when we're making the situation, and we should... and. And I, I, and the food wasn't as good when that right. was happening. You're, you've been down this road. Yeah. I mean, you. <laughs> so now I feel because then I opened uh, another location from the prospect location. Right. Yeah, an opportunity came up to to open another one in the Rhino district, in a in a building that was being refurbished into a market hall. That was sort stunning of the first for the time gorgeous, and, yeah. gorgeous building, and um, was there for five years, um, and. You know, that was an awesome thing to be a part of. Um, And then as, you know, things started growing in Denver and construction along Brighton Boulevard happened and all of that stuff. And there was a hotel that was built as a part of the project next door. It just went, we went. Well, you had no traffic. It was so hard to get in there. We were down like a million dollars from one year to the next. Are you kidding me? No. Holy shit. So that was, um, so, so anyway. Yeah. um, So where did you move after that? During that, I opened the, um, the Stanley location, gotcha. which is in Aurora, and currently just outside there. of the Stapleton yeah. area. So, what's known as the old airport, the the old Stapleton International yeah. Airport grounds, s- sort of very close to there. Yeah, um, and it's really only like twenty five minutes from Boulder. So it's not far at all. I've been down. No, there. I mean yeah. I make that drive every yeah. day. It might be a little and bit you, more than twenty five minutes. Okay, a little bit more than twenty five minutes, realistically. Um, but um, it's totally worth the drive. Yeah, the food is. <laughs> Incredible, There's, like street tacos, and the Stanley Marketplace is, um, a, you know, one hundred and forty-four thousand square foot or yeah, something like that building bust. with fifty-two other yeah. businesses that are all locally owned and yeah, really cool, like cool so. retail, cool yep. restaurants, and you live in Boulder. I do. Okay, yeah. so I mean, I've known you for twenty-six years, long time. something yeah. like that. I moved here thirty years ago, almost, and I yes, yeah, same. I ninety-one. So, yep. So. I don't know that you've ever moved. Have you ever moved away in that time? I've tried two times. <laughs> like the Boston you? thing I right, tried. Right, right, and right. then I was going to move to Boise when That's I opened right. the Protos up there. I bought up. a house up there. But no, I have oh never gosh. been able to leave Boulder. I, When I was opening at the Source location, I sold my house to open that business. Yeah. Um, and so for a period of time while the construction was happening before the restaurant opened, I... I lived down in the Rhino area, and right. um, okay, and um, my now husband was living in Baker, which is a neighborhood in Denver, okay. and um, I just I couldn't stand living down there. I yeah. just I'm from New York City, as I said earlier, but I've ha- having lived in Boulder for as long as I have, I I want to walk outside and be able to go for a hike. Yeah. I I don't I don't I don't want to search for the grocery store. I love how small mm-hmm. our little town is. Mm-hmm. Still, mm-hmm. you know, 30 it's years later, dynamic. it can't grow 
It can't just, grow. It can't grow. Nope. And that's... And- what I love on your Instagram, so Rainy and her husband and your family, yeah, all sleep outside. Yes, every night. Yes, all, all year round. All year round. So that is incredible. So talk yeah. to us about that because that is a bold move. We um, we started doing it at our last house. Uh, we, so we live up in the mountains at around seven thousand feet, yeah. and. Um, we so there aren't a lot of bugs. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we have flies and things like that, and spiders, but um, there aren't mosquitoes right. or things that bite you in the middle right. of the night. Right. Um, so Slimes. at our last house that we were renting, we started doing it, and the bed there wasn't covered, so there would be weeks at a time when it snowed or rained, and you know the bed was wet for a sure. long time and didn't dry out. And um, so now at the house that we live in, um, where the it's covered, but the sides are all open, so. It's like sleep. I mean, we are sleeping outside every night, and you know, it, it snowed all over us last night. Um, hilarious. And uh, I mean, yeah, that's we, hilarious. It's really interesting. It's beautiful. To me. Yeah. It's a, it's it. It's it was a commitment. Definitely, we started doing um, like a whole like we're going to sleep outside every single year, every wow. single day rather. Um, last year, and um, unless my husband goes out of town, um, sometimes I'll sleep inside. Yeah. But the the last couple of times when he has traveled for work, I've still slept outside. Really. And, it's just um, we don't get sick. Yeah, you know, I was there's some, say your the immune fresh air. system has to be. The fresh air is really yeah. good. And we have dogs that sleep out there with us and protect us. You know, let us know if there's a visitor coming. Yeah. Um, whether that's visitors a human or, in Colorado are mountain lions yeah. and bears yeah. and fox. Right, and, and we live you know far enough away from people that we don't right. have light pollution. Right. On our on our little road, so yeah, wow. um, and and we have a hiking trail on our on our property. So it, like, we found really truly the the very best spot for us. Um, That's so cool. In spite of all of its craziness, because it is also we still we pump our own water. Um, there's really? there's things about our house that are not you know um, Do 2019. Is, That's okay. <laughs> I think. That's okay. It's 2019 great. might be backpedaling yeah. anyway. So well, I mean, if you know the power goes out, we we're we're totally fine. Yeah, that's so. wild. So and 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 really, it's just a matter of lifestyle for you guys because you are. I mean, yeah. older while it seems far away is so close. And you it's can ten get minutes. There and, it's ten minutes, and you're sitting at your at the bar at Frosca. Yeah, that's so something cool. like that. And yeah, and like just getting away from all the people at the end of the day. It that part's amazing. I mean, I, mean, I love I love what I do, and um, part you know what I so much of what I do is hospitality and, yeah. and talking with people, just like what you do. Yeah. And um, so, and and I'm a pretty good mood person, you know, yeah. definitely a yeah. morning person. It doesn't take a lot to. No. I don't have to convince myself to be in a good mood, um, but. <laughs> But when I go home, like at the end of a long day, um, yeah, I mean, and you know, it can sometimes traffic is not great depending right. on what time of day I leave. Right. So I start driving up Lee Hill, and it all starts falling off. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, I love that. Um, going back to like when you started, oh, let's go back to like when you started Comida. So you'd already gone through protos and understanding that, and you'd been done. I mean, I think you've helped a lot, a lot of the restaurants in town anyway with some consultation and thing. weren't you doing or managing with Mateo and I, yeah, I was yeah. part owner of Mateo. Yeah, for that's a minute. right. Yep. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, what advice would you give outside of like, just go for it? Like really for restaurant tours, or I would say for let, and let's talk about like women entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. like women who are starting businesses. Cause I know what I would tell people, but like, 
What would you tell young women who are going, okay, you know what? I've been watching you on Instagram or I know, you know, I know you through whomever or coming to the restaurant or whatever. And I want to do what you do. Mm -hmm. I would say, first of all, doing what you love is really, really important. You got to make sure you like what you're doing, especially if you're going to plan on doing it for a long time. Um, which, you know, signing a lease on something is a commitment to a time period. Um, I think, uh, I think we get really, uh, we can get really easily sidetracked by asking a lot of people's advice and opinions. And I, I just think if you know what you want to do, I I think that there's something to certainly sharing your ideas Mm -hmm. and getting some feedback from the people closest to you in in your life. But there are a lot of people that are going to say that's a terrible idea or you should do it like this and they're wrong. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) like they're projecting a lot of the time. Yep. Yeah. And there are a lot of people that. So not that there's anything wrong with consulting, um, but, you know, often consultants are, are, are people that don't own restaurants anymore because it's hard. Yeah. (laughs) It's really hard. And, um, I, I think all the time, like, why does it have to be so hard? Why, you know, and I still, I love it. It, One of the things I love about it is that it's different every day. Yeah. Um, and I love that it's mine and I'm in charge of it. Um, but that also means, you know, at 721, when I check the bank accounts every morning, um, that whatever's in there is my responsibility and I got to figure it out. So, um, I think, uh, you know, if you're, if you have a good idea, I, I, I say, figure out where the money's going to come from. F- location is really important. Um, maybe that's the one thing to ask advice on because mm-hmm. there are bad locations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so speak to that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I feel like I had great locations, you know, I mean, always Pro- prospect was a tough location because we never really got signage along the road. And there was, a, to me, um, it's, it, while it's such a great neighborhood and there were a lot of people that drove out from Boulder there, yeah. um, there, you know, after a year and a half, um, two years, people would still come out, but it just wasn't, it didn't have the same draw like the for sure. It, and yeah. then, you know, you can't, you can't survive based on the neighborhood alone. Mm-hmm. You've got, you've got to draw from much farther away, okay. um, and build and build a community of people that, that are excited about what you're doing. And, and I really struggle, um, as a, an almost 49 year old with the whole social media thing. Yeah. Cause I didn't go into the restaurant business yeah. to, to tweet or Facebook or Instagram. I literally run not me cause I do have social media help, but oh, social media marketing. Yeah. So I'm supposed to pay this, for somebody. We're doing this. I'm supposed to pay for somebody to do that for me because yeah. I don't, because you don't want to be on the computer. Well, I don't want to be on the computer or on my phone all the time. And I'm, it's not what I'm good at. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I think I'm good at it when I'm using my voice and I have something 100%. that I really want to say. And I don't, I'm not, you know, I don't like every day a new taco pick is not going to grab someone. So what am I supposed to do? Yeah. That's mine to figure out. And I, and I do every day and I think we do a good job at what we, we do on yeah. social media. But um, I think that, I just, I just, I did it to, for, because of my interactions with people, yeah. not, not because of social media. Yep. yep. And no. so that's totally different. That's a new thing. Yeah. We're like our own PR firms. Yeah. You know, and then, yeah. Right. <laughs> like we are. You get that message. Out. Right. And I also have a PR firm. So. Yeah. Right. Because you can't do the PR firm thing because you're running a restaurant. Yes. I mean, that is. Right. 
There are a lot of facets like the it is a whole thing when you're kind of like the idea and the epicenter of the thing. And then how do you keep this going? And oh, my God, then you have to manage it. And manage I didn't staff, have a PR firm yeah. for a long time. I right. fought it. Oh, okay. didn't. You know, so for the last year I have, and it's made a huge difference. You notice a change. Absolutely. That's great. Yeah. What's the biggest thing that you notice? Well, I think that in combination with the fact that I now just own one restaurant, and so I truly am there um, a lot of yeah. the time. Not all of the time, because I believe in days off um, and balance, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm there five days a week. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that plus the visibility that um, Feed Media has helped, I, yeah. I think it I, 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 sales have changed. I mean, we're I was up, say, we're you up being on the floor yeah, has it. That's like a lot of magic, you know. I think I think so. Yeah. I mean, I really enjoy it, yeah. and I can see in my guests' faces that they yeah. enjoy it. They feel special, and yeah, making you know. I mean, Aurora is not a place I ever thought I would own a restaurant, but that I mean, but that community that is really cool. And, yeah, and it's totally up and coming. And you, yes. you're right. You always have picked really good locations. Thanks. You've been here for 30 mm-hmm. years? 30, almost 30 years, yeah. Wow. And then do you, like, do you consider yourself, like, a foodie, a business owner? Like, what are the, you know, like, when you're... I definitely consider myself a business owner. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I am... I'm not defined by what I do, but it has been what I've done for so long that, um, like when I sold my half of Proto's and Pam bought me out, I went through, I mean, I was mid thirties at the time also, I went through like a, who am I? Oh my God. Right. Um, and there weren't a lot of, there weren't, there aren't, weren't, aren't still Mm -hmm. a lot of women that I knew that had received a fair amount of money for hard work that they had done. So I didn't know, like, I was like, what, what do I do with this money? And who am I? And does this money define me? And so it was 2008. And I, I did what every good person did in 2008. I put it into things that lost money. Yeah, I lost money. Um, I but I and I also experienced a lot of really cool things because because of that money. Yeah. Um, But when it was time to redo my, when it was time for me to really think about what I wanted to do again. Yeah. Um, th- most of that money was gone. Mm-hmm. So, so what's, what's great. And what I've learned now so is you, that that's not uncommon. Right. You know, I mean the people like, don't be embarrassed about it. Oh, there's Just no talk sh- about the thing. There's no shame in it. None. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm, yeah, I mean, hard work is hard work and we make mistakes mm-hmm. and, um, and I am, superhuman you know not a superhuman but i am very human very human human. (laughs) um and um and i also i think run my business in a way with my staff that's very transparent so Mm -hmm. it's not you know i i would love to say that comita makes gobs and gobs of money and um and and the, the truth is that it really does, but it all gets passed out to the people that are working really hard alongside me. I mean, totally. it's I, there are forty employees in the one restaurant, um, yeah. and there's a lot to do. <laughs> there's a dog in the room. <laughs> um, Hi, you're Mama. you're glad you don't have my dogs in your right, room, right, right. though they are very She's well very behaved. Good, but yeah. um, she just here for the back rubs. Yes, perfect. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I think. I don't. I don't know. I um, I lost my train of thought. I apologize. Sorry, it's the dog. Yeah. it's just it's the fact that you know while Comita is making a lot of money, yeah, there's everywhere where the, that money has to go. Yes, it's all. It's and, all, there's places for all of it. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, my father always 
told me and other smart people in business have told me, Ramey, don't do this if you're not making money. Make sure that you pay yourself. And so I do that. Yeah. Um, and um, and that is a really important thing. The times in my life when I've been a part of a business where I couldn't do that mm-hmm. or didn't do that ha- have been miserable. Yeah, and it's a life, bad feeling. Life's soul-sucking. Mm-hmm. You know, it is a bad feeling. Mm-hmm. And in um, it's not a hobby, so I should pay myself. That's mm-hmm. the bottom line. Um so I think by virtue of that, it, I feel like a success, you know, mm-hmm. because I, A, I get to really do what I love, um, not necessarily in the place that I would have thought I would be doing it. Totally. I, you know, Boulder is, what a great commute that would be. And um, I've had many people say, so why don't you open a Comita in Boulder? And I've tr- I've looked into it. Mm-hmm. I've, I signed a lease at one point, yeah. even with somebody, and then was about to sign a lease with another. And I think at this point in time, there are other people that are opening similar concepts and they're mm-hmm. doing a great job and I'm just going to let them I'm just going to let them do that and and get to enjoy them in my town and so that gets to be enough you know well that also gives you that autonomy that we we're talking yes. about like you don't actually have to go up the hill right to enjoy like being out in your community i right. mean i still get to be a part of a restaurant community people understand that that's what i do totally. if i cuz i you know, I'm a friendly person also. Yeah. And so, you know, being in Boulder for 30 years, I know, I know a lot of people, but there are a lot of people I don't know now also yeah. having spent so much time doing business in Denver and not catering to the guests and patrons that, right. you know, Boulder produces. Right. Yeah. And times change, you know, yeah. like how we spend our time. They do. Like uh, yes. That what I, when time, I'm not or... at work, I'm, I'm certainly not hopping from restaurant to restaurant anymore yeah. or bar to nope. bar no nope. um i go home i'm and... doing math homework with a third grader yeah no <laughs> yeah it has a different flavor it sure does it's harder Hopefully you have a glass of wine i don't want to do math homework <laughs> with math homework so if you weren't living in boulder where else would you want to live um my husband is from iowa oh, and um where in iowa he's close to Cedar Rapids, okay. sort of in between Iowa City and Cedar Rapids. Okay. And um, he, you know, often talks about wanting more land. You know, we live on 14 acres that we own, but, um, you know, Iowa land is very different. We, we we talk about living up in Montana, you know, maybe 10 plus yeah. years from now. Um, somewhere with more land, yeah. for sure. Um, yeah. Not closer to a city, yeah. Um, farther away from, okay. but still to have access to the things that we love to, you know, yeah. to do and good restaurants and things like that. I mean, so I, you're moving to Livingston. Uh, <laughs> where is Livingston? Outside of Bozeman. Oh, mm, yeah. I don't know about yeah. it yet. Oh, oh, it's so cute. Is it great? Yeah. It was like a little cowboy town. It felt like maybe like probably twenty years ago. By the time we're ready to go, it'll be super, super shishi. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Ted Turner has a ranch there. And all but that we, stuff. we have an Airstream and, oh, yeah. um, we, so, you know, the first on our list is really to make our property, um, to change our property. Cause it was lived on, um, and loved, you know, and the house was built by, uh, the family that lived there, oh, you know, f- for, um, since the early seventies, yeah. late sixties. And that's who we bought the house from. And, um, and we and we love it, and it's also going to be really great when we make some changes to yeah. it. Like the kitchen is about as big as the food truck, and which means that when I'm cooking, um, or he's cooking, like nobody else can really be in the kitchen yeah. unless you want to like snug up by the door and sit on the floor. Yeah, which isn't really a, no. any way to have a dinner party. Yeah, and you're such an entertainer. I love having people yeah. over. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So I look forward to 
to changing that and being able to just, you know, enjoy right, right now it's great because some, sometimes, you know, there are, there are house guests that love to come and stay with mm-hmm. us, you know? Um, and then there are people that don't, which right. blows my mind because to me, I think it's awesome up there, but, um, yeah, I mean, it, you know, it has, I want to just go see the Fox cubs. And- oh, that was the last mm-hmm. house. Yeah. We oh, don't it have- was. Mm-hmm. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Darcy yeah. has them now. Maybe. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. The street. Yeah. Great. That's so cool. Um, if you had somebody coming to visit you for 24 hours who hadn't, yeah, what would you tell them to do? Um, I would definitely take them hiking in the mountains. Um, if they wanted sort of a social hike, I, I still, after all of these years, love hiking up Sanitas. It's, um, it's a sweet, sweet spot and and beautiful, beautiful view of the city. Um, I think spending time on Pearl Street is always really great. And there are really great restaurants, um, that, that Eric and I, you know, enjoy. We we tend to go out on the early side when we do Same. go out. Yeah. Um, but I so, like the early side of things. Yeah. Well. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. So yeah. So being up in the land. Yeah. And that you do like to entertain. Yep. And and my husband um, owns a pork company called Tenderbelly. Oh, that's right. I know that. Um, <laughs> I act as a surprise for you guys, but no. really great Tenderbelly. The habanero bacon mm-hmm. is. Incredible, it's amazing, and so, the sugar-free free, uh, sugar-free bacon is is incredible. Brilliant. Yeah, it's great. Um, and you know, I started. I think at one point in time, I was doing like the whole thirty, and I was like, "Why don't you guys have sugar-free bacon?" Yeah. And so, um, I what I love about him is that he's really good at developing new products, and and um, so his business is doing really well. And um, we, <laughs> he one day when I was um away in Mexico with some girlfriends for a birthday. Uh, he bought um, a Quonset hut building, like a 30 by 90 foot Quonset hut. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> um, he's a bit of a wild card. Yeah. Yeah. yeah which okay. is what I love about yeah, him. Sure. So Keep anyway, he bought this building, um, a Quonset hut. Do you know what that is? Mm-mm. It's uh, it's something you see often on farms. You know, they're the metal roof oh, yeah. round like this. Yeah. So that's what a Quonset hut is. And um so all of that metal material was delivered to our house back in March. Excellent. And it's in a big pile in the still driveway. Okay. Still there. Yep. Um, What's and doing with that? Well, we're going to make a building okay. at some point in time. Um, the foundation's there now, which is great. And um, uh, it's just a work in progress. But okay. it's going to be like a 30 by 90 foot man cave. Okay. Um, which is bigger than our house. Yeah. Um, and I... We, so that will get built, okay. and I guess maybe we'll live in that, or live in the airstream, or both ish, mm-hmm. um, and then we'll redo our house. Oh and my the, gosh! Okay. The hope is, and you know what we will have a couple, we'll have a couple head of cattle, I would say, and a couple yeah. of hogs at some point in time, and um, you're permaculturing it. Yeah, we're gonna do. We have a. Bi- I have a huge garden that yeah. got built this last year, which is awesome. Um, so yeah, the more time to spend on the land, um, the better. It's just, it's, it's just really That's feeds, awesome. feeds me That's and him. I mean, really, yeah. cause for so long you were downtown or yeah. in an urban setting and no more. That's great, Ramey. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Wow. That's mm-hmm. so cool. Um, 
So yeah. Oh, I know what we were talking about was if you had folks here then for 24 hours. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Where would they, where, so yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd send them down definitely to go to, a, you know, Rosetta this, hall to Rosetta hall. Yeah, I think that's we, a, that's a great, where we cut that's off. a great yeah. spot. Um, you know, there's, I think some, a couple of really awesome stores that I would send them yeah. to. Um, Haven is one of my favorite stores. Love I love Cedar Michelle. and Hyde. I love Max. <laughs> Jinx. We love Max. We love Max. We love um, and Hyde. A little too much. Um, it's okay. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's so beautiful here. The to me, the biggest thing to do is to get outside and yeah, and be a part of that. Um, and um, some of my very favorite conversations that I've ever had in my life, or most of my favorite conversations, have either been just with me and my dog. Or um, <laughs> me and my, you know, a friend that you're hiking with. Yeah. So there's just endless trails yeah. here and um, with or without a dog. It's I a, have to it's walk like almost it. every day. Yeah. Like I need to walk. Yeah. It clears my head. Well, it's good for you. And it's pretty. Yeah. You're right. It is good for me. Um, so a question that we're starting to ask our guests mm. is, do you have a Spotify channel? Is that what it's called? A Spotify? Yeah. A play- What's your playlist? Mm. And Spotify. I do use Spotify, um, and I'm pretty new to it, I will admit. Um, I don't have my own, like, Raimi Spotify playlist. playlist do you have a Comida one? I don't also have that. Oh. I just have been listening to play. I didn't, I think I haven't, it's social, it feels like social media to me, so I haven't spent a lot of time on it. And then I just listen to a lot of books on, nice. you know, Audible as well. Have a favorite so. book? I just have been on a Malcolm Gladwell kick, so okay. I just listened to his Talking with Strangers, which was okay. fascinating. It was really... I haven't read it yet. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. All about um, how we read each other and yeah. what the things that we bring to the table that tell me what you're all about. And, sure. Uh, you know, just... It's, it's a great... It's a great book. Okay. That sounds really interesting, actually. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you so much for taking the time today. Thank you're you, You're so Jen. awesome. You're a sparkling you. light in the world, Ramey. Well, thanks. Yeah. And so this is Ramey Rossello. She is the owner of Comida. It is in uh, the Stanley Marketplace in yeah. Aurora. Yeah. And our uh, website's um, www.eatcomida.com, E-A-T-C-O-M-I-D-A.com. And you can hire the food truck for events. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. What That is still a huge part of the business. So cool. um, sh- Tina loves to party. The food is good. She's, she's a good. Tina. <laughs> Tina the truck. Hot she loves to party. Truck. Who doesn't like that? Awesome. Thank you. You bet. All right. Thanks, Jen.